Good morning, my fellow Africans and the world at large. This is Emmanuel Kujomensa once again coming into your homes and your minds with a message of empowerment and enlightenment all the way from Ontario, Canada. Today is the 7th of September in the year 2022 and the Bible says this is the day the Lord has made. We should rejoice and be glad in it. And for that matter, I take this opportunity to invite the whole world, any man or woman listening to me or hearing my voice to join me to give thanks to God for the day that he has granted unto us and life in general. Life is beautiful. Life is glorious. Life is wonderful. Life is God himself flowing through all things, including mankind. Today, I am going to speak to you on the topic, life without reflections upon one's way of life is self-destruction. I repeat, life without reflection or reflections upon one's way of life is self-destruction. Every human being on this earth has been endowed with what we call a mind. God is so generous and God is a loving father the creator who has created every human being and gave every man or woman a mind. No one is denied. No one is shortchanged. We are all thinking into one mind. And for that matter, there is the need for us to use our minds well. And one way that we use our mind is self-reflection, thinking upon your way of life always analyzing, looking at where things are going on well in your life and where things are not going on well. And then you take your lessons from where things are not going on well, then you make amendments, you make changes, such that you correct it and you begin to enjoy whatever you want to enjoy. So self-reflection is very important and that is why the Greek philosopher said, Life without self-reflection is not worth living. The unexamined life is not worth living. In the same way, the Bible, in the book of 1 Corinthians, also encourages us to examine ourselves. Well, this quotation or this phrase is normally linked to the Lord's Supper in those of us in the Christian religion. And we are called upon to reflect or to examine ourselves before we go to the table, to, I mean, to dine with the Lord, that's according to religion. But if you go deeper, you will know that this statement is to, every, to us in every nook and corner of our life. You are every day having dinner with God, and that is what goes through your mind. That is the Lord's Supper. That is the significance of the Lord's Supper. So examine your life before you think. As soon as you begin to think, you are on the table with God, having communion with God. And so we are supposed to examine our lives, and that is re-evaluation our, our thought patterns, whatever we are thinking about all the time. For that, as a, the, the reason is that we are creating our own realities, and whatever thoughts that you allow to grow in your mind, and that will become your reality. And so the Bible says, let a man examine himself. And so today I'm going to add another Bible quotation, which uh, this kind of books 
in the Bible, we don't normally hear our preacher men or our religious leaders using them quite often. And that is the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 40. According to the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 40, let us test and examine our ways and return to the Lord. Let us test and examine our ways and return to the Lord. And so we are having another emphasis in the Bible that, uh, that call upon us to examine, to test and examine our ways. The only way you can go forward in your life, the only way any group of men and women can go forward is the continual reflection, self-analysis of your own way of life in such a way that you continually seek improvement in areas that are not working. And that is how you say you are developing yourself, you are moving yourself upward, and that is how you can be developed. But if you are someone that things keeps happening to you, that you still, you keep on going through some uh, unwanted or painful situations, but you are not performing self-analysis, then you will condemn yourself to that situation. You continue to aggravate the situation and you even, I mean, suffer higher magnitude of the situation or the pain. And so self-reflection, self-examination is very important. That is the only way that men and women move forward. Those who are not doing this are more or less animals because it is the animals that don't do self-reflection, they don't reflect upon things. And as I've stated it in a few of my episodes, animals react to situations, and some of them, they sense things, and therefore they react to it. But they don't really think about it. They don't think about it. But human, a human being is given a mind and the power of thought to, re, to reassess his or her own life and then improve upon his life. And that is what we are doing. And the focus is on the black people, the African people. And if you look in the life of all men and women, humanity, the, it, it becomes clear to you that Africans, we are lacking this quality. We do not have what we call self-analysis, self-examination. Things happen to us and we react to it like the animals where we wail, we, we, we complain. And then as soon as someone from somewhere gives us a solution to patch it up, we, 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 we go to sleep. We don't reflect upon our life to see what is going on well and what is not going on well. But we are only seeing ourselves as victims of circumstances. We are only at the mercy of gods who can punish us at any time and even decide to leave us free at any time. And so the African mind or the African person is always under bondage, is always under the oppression of something. And now, even if you look at our current stage or our current age, uh, the Christian, Christianity in particular, men and women in Christianity in Africa are under bondage every day. They are fighting demons. Every day they are fighting evil spirits. And so you see that the African man is not free. Those in other religions are also the same. They are doing one thing, and that is always running away from self-analysis because we lack the understanding that we are the creators of our own realities. Whatever we want to be, we have to make, or we have to make it happen by, I mean, thinking the right thoughts in, an, in alignment with whatever we want to achieve. And so today, self-reflection, I am going to use my personal experience, things I have observed since I came to this part of the world. And 
I always encourage and challenge my fellow Africans that we that have on this part of the world that when we come here or as we are here, we shouldn't be carried away. We should not always be carried away by the beauty of things that we see here. But when we see some of these things, it is not about we enjoying it or I mean just look at it and say, oh, this is remarkable. But it, it, we, we, we are supposed to use those things as benchmark to compare our lives with those things and seek how they have come to bring themselves to this level. Is it just because they sat down and these things came to them? Or some people did something. And the truth is that some people got up and did something deliberately. And so today, I am going to use an example of the African life as compared to the Europeans, which I know I have lived in England and I'm living in Canada here. I know much things about the uh, United States. And so I can give clear examples. And so when I came to the UK, when I went to UK, the first thing I observed was wherever you go in the city of London, particularly in London, if you go, and actually it's an experience. I went for an interview, my early days in London, went for an interview in the uh, inner city. And uh, the building I went to the interview on was a very tall, sorry building. And then in the office, I was sitting down, then I saw squirrels, all these animals, birds, going about, having fun on the lawn, even some running across roads. And men and women even protect them. They don't do anything, about, they don't do anything to them. And as a matter of fact, drivers stop and allow these animals to cross to whatever they want to do in the heart of London. Then I came to Canada, the same thing where I used to work, downtown Toronto, it was the same thing. Wherever you go, you will see all these animals giving the freedom to move around. And so you will see that you will not see this situation in Africa. And as I'm saying now, any animal like squirrels, rats, and all those things that you find in the cities, in the city of any African city, will be considered as an abomination, particularly if you see a rat. Because we saw, uh, we consider rats to be nocturnal animals. And then animals like owls, we, 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 the Africans see them as abomination. And so we don't actually en encourage these animals, or we don't protect these animals. But if you come to this part of the world, people are doing it. And they are doing it because, not because of laws, but they are doing it because they've been awakened to another form of existence and they have been awakened to the law, the universal law that states that we are all one. All things are from the same source. And therefore, you're not different from the animal. The animal is not different from you. The only difference between you and the animal is, and all the tree or whatever is that You've been given intelligence and you've been given a mind to think and I mean generate thoughts. And that is the only thing that makes the, the difference between you and the animals and even the plants and all the other things. And so we are supposed to use our mind. They've been given to us for us to use as food and other things. At the same time, we have the responsibility to protect, to preserve such that the natural all things will exist. And so when I say self-reflection, I'm talking in relation to the things that Africans we consider that ours. If you go to Africa, the lands and all the things are considered as our property. And in the same way, the land, the inhabitants of the lands are the animals. 
and therefore the animals too have to be our properties. We have to conserve them. But if you look at the African life, there is nothing that an African or Africans are doing to preserve or to conserve the animals that we have. As a matter of fact, most of these animals are extincted. They are no more in existence. Or even trees and other things are going out of our existence because the African don't have that concept, that awakening to the fact that we have a responsibility to protect and to conserve the environment that we live. Everything that God has given to us, in as much as we have the right to use it as food or whatever we want to use it for, at the same time, we have a responsibility to preserve. And so over here in the advanced world, there is something that we call conservation. And if you go to anywhere, even trees belong to the government. You cannot catch a tree on the streets of London or any part in the developed world. The city or the town administration will hold you accountable. You have to seek permission. All these things are done not because they just want laws to exist, but because men and women became awakened to the fact that we need to preserve, we need to conserve our environment, and that is nature, for we are part of nature. We are not just to destroy it. And so you see that Africans at the moment, all that we call the animals and other things that even we call the safari that people have come to come and view them for us to get money, are dying. We are killing them every day. And some people have to come and stand and protect and make the forces to, uh, to, 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 to the extent that we have to stop doing it. And even upon all that, people are doing it underneath. Or people are doing it underground. Why? Because the African doesn't reflect upon his life that everything will deplete. Everything that you keep on putting your hand in is bound by the law of depletion or is bound by the principle of depletion. And therefore, as things deplete, you must also I mean, replenish those that are going away. And so it is our responsibility. But we are not reflecting upon our lives. And what we sit down and to say is that, oh, our, in the olden days, this and this used to be there. But today, none of them are gone. Then we attribute it to all kinds of things. But the fact is that we are not reflecting upon our lives. And I had the opportunity to walk along the, uh, the River Thames in London. And I had the opportunity to actually go to the parks and the beautiful places along the Lake Ontario in Toronto. And even Lake Ontario, the, some of the cities, even where I live uh, now, Brampton, if you go down to Mississauga, you go to the lake. And when you go to the lake, you will see that some people deliberately, upon reflection upon what, upon their lives, they foresaw that there is the need for future generations to know more about the inhabitants in, the, in, the, in the, these lakes. So along the Lake Ontario, when you go to the, the parks that are along the Ontario, Lake Ontario, you will see that at any point, they take a particular fish, and then they give detailed information about this fish, how it, be, it behaves, in, and how every information that you want about the fish. If you walk along the Lake Ontario, you will see this feature happening everywhere. And in that lake, no one has a right to fish. No one has, you can only fish 
as a form of game. When you catch the fish, you have to take it back or you release it into the lake. If you take it home, you are actually breaking the law. Why are people doing this? It is because they are awakened to a truth, a universal law that all things are one. We are all from the source, the same source. And therefore, you do not have to kill things indiscriminately, but you have to give reverence to this thing that, that we are all the same life. But the Africans don't have that concept. We kill and we enjoy this thing that we think that we are enjoying. And as a matter of fact, we are actually putting our future generation in a difficult and a, a difficult situation. As a matter of fact, now most young men and women in Africa will one sometime have to come and pay in countries like Canada, US, and other to see what an elephant is, to see what a lion is. Even those safaris that we have in Kenya and other things, had they not been the work of the Europeans that actually came to the African country, none of these things would have existed. But it is all because that we don't reflect upon our lives. All these things are going away. We are only selling them for money, but we are not reflecting upon our lives to see that the more you, ref you, you keep on killing and selling these things, all these things that surround us in nature, the more they go away, the more we destroy it. And Africans, we keep on doing this over and over and over. Look into our lives. And as a matter of fact, I will always speak and relate it to our forefathers' way of life. Our forefathers didn't actually have a way of coding things. They didn't have a system of writing. If you, want, if you conduct the whole research across the African continent, you will realize that there was only one tribe in Africa, which, was in, which is in Ethiopia called Amharic that have their own system of writing. All other African uh, tribes never had a, their own system of writing. And therefore, the idea of even writing things down, explaining things down, and thinking of conserving this was not part of the African life. All that we were doing is killing and enjoying without thinking the future. And now all these things are going away. Fishes and other things in our rivers and our lakes. Even some of the rivers are actually dying because of the activities of men and women of, uh, in our nations, all because of our greed and our lack of foresight. And this is a life that is, is without self-reflection. A lot of things are happening to us. A lot of things are happening to Africans. And if we sit down to reflect upon our life and begin to look at ourselves, how we are conducting our life, it will dawn on you that all these things are replications of our own inability, our own lack of understanding of some universal laws. And I have said it several times, slavery, colonialism, and all these things that came upon the African people was as a result of our own practices. We attracted all these things into our own life by, I mean, going against the universal laws. And now by, the, by this, the way you conduct yourself, the way you think, by the law of attraction, Everything that you are creating ignorantly or, ignorantly or deliberately comes into your experience. And the same thing we are doing now. We are now reflecting upon our lives. So that we will repent from whatever we are not doing and then do the right thing. And that is why the book of Lamentation says that let us test and examine our ways and return to the law. Let us test and examine our ways, my fellow Africans. How 
are we conducting life? How are we responding to life? Do we even understand the laws of the uh, the laws of the universe? That is what that is what, that is the question that we need to answer. Nothing comes into a human being's life. Nothing comes to a group of people's life without their action. Our thoughts and actions bring things to us. That is, we create all our own realities. So as it is now, the African forests, the African rivers, they are depleting. We are killing everything. And all that we can think of is that we want game. We want to enjoy the bush meat. If you go to Africa, you will see men and women standing around and killing this bush uh, meat and they are selling it for money. We are not thinking of future generations. But if you come to this part of the world, people are preserving it. People have created systems in such a way that it's working. Actually, you have to go to the shop to buy meat before you can eat. You, can just, you cannot just go any on, uh, by the wayside and buy all these things. But Africans, our leaders are not reflecting upon their own way of life and the way we are governing ourselves. And then our people too are not examining our life to see what we are doing to our own self and our future generation, all because the African mind is lagging. We are behind the advancement of humanity. As I'm telling you right now, if you come to Canada, you don't have the right to even molest a raccoon. You don't have the right to molest any animal. But in Africa, it is happening. If you have a dog and you don't feed your dog and it comes to the attention of the authorities, you will be held accountable. But in Africa, it is not happening. And as a matter of fact, there was a story which I read on BBC about uh, an African, I think, uh, yeah, he's a South African, who was accused of uh, molesting his cat. And this African brother had to go through a lot of, uh, yeah, he, 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 the, the, the Lord took its own course. And you see that people are actually doing everything and that you have to give respect to whatever thing that God has given to you around you. It is not just about eating, 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 and killing and killing and killing. And killing. We don't actually have respect for life. And because we don't have respect for life, we, we are reaping the effect of it. And that is the pain and suffering that we have in the African continent. Let us wake up. And that is we becoming awakening to, or awakening to the laws of the universe. All things are from the same source, and the source is God. The source is the infinite intelligence. The source is the source energy. Whichever way you want to call it, if you call it Allah, if you call it whatever you want to call it, that's fine. But the fact is that we are all from the same source, and therefore we need to, pay, we need to give respect to all other things around us. We need to give respect to all other things around us. And so this is the time that we have to wake up. The ignorance, our ignorance about some basic, basic but powerful laws in the universe is killing the African. But we are not reflecting, we are not reflecting upon our lives. All that we do is positioning ourselves as victims. If it is we are not victims, if we are not victims of the work of the gods, then it is the work of the Europeans or whatever the gender we think they are exploiting us. But no, this this they are only effects of a certain cause, and that cause is in us. Let us Test our way. Let us test and examine our ways, says the writer of Lamentation. Let us test and examine our ways. Africans, let us test and examine our ways. Why are we always getting discord? Why are we always creating bad situations in our life? 
Now let us turn our attention to the, the truth that we are the creators of our own realities. And once we get to this point and we begin to analyze our life and taking corrective actions in our minds in relation to whatever that we are, we are experiencing in our life, we will correct them one by one to positive and favorable ones. My fellow Africans, whoever, whoever you are, wherever you are, the fact is that the African forests are going. The African animals, we are killing them every day. Everything that God has given to the African, we are actually killing and destroying them indiscriminately. But that is not how it's supposed to be. There is a responsibility on our hand. There is a responsibility on the hand of every African that will begin to preserve let us not just fall to only food. We are not here to eat and die, but we are here to contribute to the advancement of all because everything is from the source, and the source is all things. And therefore, we have to give praise, and we have to give glory to all things, which is all of us put together, and that is God. And therefore, there is the need, there is the need for us to begin to Analyze for us to begin to, I mean, study all these things. As a matter of fact, if you go to the libraries, if you go to the museums in this part of the world, and you begin to read about things that people have took, uh, people took their, their time and wrote and give accounts of everything that they have here, you will marvel. You will ask yourself, how did they do it? Yes, that these are people who are awakened to certain truth. And they are using it to improve upon their life. There is nothing. Even some of the African things, you will see them well documented in the libraries and museums in this part of the world. But if you go to Africa, you don't see those things. Why? Because we are not reflecting upon our life and see how best we are doing. You are here to contribute to the existence. You are going to contribute to the growth of the universe, the growth of mankind and everything around you. Everything around you. Why are we not conducting research into our own things? I have asked this question. Have you ever heard of an African who had gone on exploration to discover something? Have you ever heard of any African that has gone on, let's say, a trek, looking to study some animals or whatever? We don't. Even if they are there, they are just a few, and those people are considered as weird people. I am not sure, I haven't heard of anyone, but even if a few of these people exist in Africa, they, our Africans will call them weird people because they don't understand. We don't know what we call conservation. Conservation. Let us reflect upon our way of life. Everything that is going on in our life is our own creation. I have only used these animals and trees and rivers as an example, but let us take a, a cross-examination into our life in every nook and corner of our existence. You will see the truth that I'm presenting before you. What are we doing? Why, what are we doing with our minds? And I am not against, I am not belittling our forefathers, but the fact is that we have to reflect upon their life. And if we reflect upon their way of life that they've handed over to us, then that we can take the corrective action. We can take the corrective action and make sure that we don't repeat such errors. We don't repeat such errors. Even our forefathers, if you look at it somewhere, they, they did something, but all that they did was to cover it in superstitions and taboos. But this is the time that we are in the 21st century, where men and women are trekking to space. Where I can speak to you, oh, I am speaking to you in Canada, and you are listening to me anywhere in the world. 
And so we cannot be living the life that they were living. But this is the time that we have to begin to test our ways. Let us examine our lives. Let us examine our lives from every side. It is not only the government, you, the ordinary person, God has given you, God has given you a, a, a particular assignment, a particular purpose. Begin to walk in that direction. You could be you studying the African animals and give them names and give them names and do a, con, a conduct research into this. What are the African academians are doing? We are only holding books and titles and we are not doing anything. What are the African forestry and whatever departments are doing? We are only going there and holding papers, papers and papers and sitting in the in, in whatever in offices. No, this is not time for us to do that. Let us reflect upon our lives. Why are we at this stage? And you it will don't or you it will come to you clearly that it is because we are not using our minds at its highest level. We are not using our mind the way it's supposed to be. And that is by reflecting upon our lives, accepting, coming to the knowledge and understanding that you are the creator of your own life and accepting that whatever thing that is happening in your life, you are the creator. And since you are the creator, you are the only person that can change it. And the only way you can change it is to re-examine whatever you have already created and take corrective action. That is the only way. There is no way, there is no other way than this. And this is the time that we have to wake up. This is a call, my fellow Africans. Let life, without reflection upon one's ways of life, is self-destruction. And indeed, we are destroying ourselves. We are destroying everything that we have. We are destroying everything that we have. Go to the African forest. We are Look. We are depending on the, the source, uh, the revenue that we get from timber. And therefore, every day we are cutting these trees down. The amount of the African timber that has been exported to other parts of the world is uncountable. But now, we are not doing anything to replenish it. And therefore, we don't, our forests are depleting. And as a matter of fact, this afforestation project was not even African initiative. It wasn't even African initiative. And people are not doing it. Wherever you go. Everything is being destroyed. Wherever you go in Africa, from our rivers, our lakes, and everything is being destroyed. The African is only thinking of what he will get from, but not how he is going to preserve. Let us begin to, res I mean, to reflect upon our way of life. Why are we here? Why are we not? Why are other people have been able to do all this thing that we haven't been able to do it? And we will come to the point that it is our own lack of understanding of the laws of the universe and today one of the laws that i am selling to you is the law of divine oneness the law of divine oneness which says that we are everything is connected to only one source and the one source is god god is the one that has manifested himself into all things the life that you have in you is the same life that animals have the life that you have in you is the same life that the trees and the plants have because we are all breathing into the same life and that is god and therefore, we are supposed to pay, uh, and we are supposed to pay respect to all things. We are supposed to pay respect to all things. Let us rise up and begin to reflect upon our lives. Everything is not going on well. Why are we? Why are we left behind? Why are we lagging? Why are we classified as third world countries? Why are we classified as underdeveloped? 
It is all because we are not reflecting upon our life. You're not reflecting upon our life. We jump from one thing to the other. We are only interested in running away from the difficulties by looking for solution from somewhere. If we've been doing this over and over and over and over and over, we are not getting any lasting solution, lasting results. And that means we are actually recreating our situations over and over and over. And this is the time my fellow Africans liberate yourself from this mental bondage and begin to think as someone who is in the 21st century and begin to look for the laws of the universe that governs us. Now begin to see all things around you as part of you. You are connected to all these things and therefore pay respect. Pay respect. Where you're supposed to use that thing for any, anything to support your life, when you finish, think of how you can do something to replenish, to replenish it. Let us, at the Africans, one of the things that we are killing ourselves with is seeing our source of revenue, our source of live, life, or uh, yeah, livelihood in natural resources. They are good. Yeah, we have to sell them, but we also have to make effort to make sure we conserve them. We conserve them. Now, there must be laws on the African continent such that all the animals that we kill them and eat without any respect and without any thought for future generation, all those things have to be all these things have to be outlawed. Such that men and women must find way to get revenue, but not just living on these animals. Our, we will die and leave, and our children and our children's children will come and they will not see any of these animals. As a matter of fact, someone who grew up in the northern Volta or in the, yeah, in the northern part of Ghana, I know that when I was growing up, we used to have in my area, we used to have what we call uh, this, uh, uh, is, yeah, monkeys and some of these uh, chimpanzees and all those things. Now, children in those areas don't get, they cannot even see all these things. All these animals are gone. Guinea fowls and all, they are gone. Africans, we have ate them, killed them, and ate them and they are gone. And now when you go to these areas, people are dying that they can't get meat, they can't get fish. If you go to the Volta Lake, they have fish in this lake up to the point that all the fishes are gone. But the Africans don't have the concept of replenishing. Therefore, we are dying. We have, look, we are creating a kind of situation upon ourselves. And this is the time that the African has to peg himself of his own lust. We are lustful. We lust after things. And one of the things that Africans last after is food. The African is someone who can easily be teased with food. If you want to get an African, get food. You will get the person to do whatever you want. And that is what that was what our forefathers did. They exchanged their sons and daughters for tobacco and uh, what we call it, gin, uh, schnapps and all those things. That's what they did. That's what they did. Today, you can get even a human being to buy on the continent of Africa because the mother or father is in need of money. And that is what you do. With. Africans are not afraid. Africans don't even think that it is sinful to sacrifice human beings for money. All these things because food. The African lust after things. And this is the time that we have to change our mindset. This is the time that we have to pick ourselves from all this lust and begin to think from the universal point of view that we are all part of all things. And therefore, if we think in the right way and preserve our things and begin to look in, begin to look at things as, uh, as one, 
all things will come to us. The universe will bless us and we'll be able to conserve whatever we have in such a way that our future generation will come and see. As I'm saying right now, all these animals that have been extincted, even if you have something to read about them in Africa, those documentation was not done by Africans themselves. Let us examine our lives. Those of us that are in this part of the world, if you have never been to this part of places that I'm talking of, try and visit it. If you're in London, go along the uh, River Thames, especially where there are parks. You will see that at any point in time, there is a plate, a metal plate that they well decorated. And then they take some of the animals and they give vivid explanation. If you go to the museums, if you go to the libraries, you have information about every animal that they have. Even those that have extended, they go to other places and bring them back, try to conserve them. What is the African doing? No, all that we do is to eat and then all that we eat and then we brag. Our leaders want bush meat. The African parliamentarian, the presidents or whatever, they enjoy bush meat. So they are so dazed. They are, look, let us begin to reflect upon our lives. Let us begin to reflect upon life. Every painful thing that we are going through, every painful situation that we are going through, is created by our own self because of our ignorance about the laws of the universe. The law of divine oneness compels us to respect and to obey this law by treating everything as part of us. And therefore, whatever thing that you are doing, even if you take one, think of how you can replace it. You can replace it. Let us conserve. There must be a universal way, laws and principles in our various nations, banning the uh, complete abuse and uh, yeah, destruction of all these things that we have in our lives, such that we conserve them for our children and also contribute to the beauty and the glory of nature. We are part of nature. We are supposed to contribute to the beauty of nature, but not to destroy it. The African is only capable of destruction. Let us stop that. Let us now begin to rise up. Let us rise up and begin to look at things. And therefore, today I am calling upon you that let us all begin to reflect upon our way of life. Let us begin to begin to reflect upon our way of life such that we will save ourselves from this self-destruction. As it is, the African is destroying himself. The African is destroying herself because of our last. If you go to Kenya and you go to all these Eastern and South African countries, all the safaris and other things that we have were not African initiative. They were the British. They were the, Brit the initiative of the British. It is only when we got independence that we realized that we have to keep them for uh, revenue. But that is even not what we are supposed to do. We are supposed to preserve them. Our forests and other things must be preserved. And this is the time that we have to begin. It is not that the laws work in this part of the world. The laws are there, yeah. And the laws were made because people are enlightened. But the fact is that the minds, the level of thinking of the people in this part of the world is up to the stage that they understand that you do not have to do this and that. As a matter of fact, if you try to break any of these laws, if you go to River Thames, if you go to the Lake Ontario, and you take you fish in the lake, and you want to take the fish back home, the police will not be there, but someone, a citizen standing there, will call the police for you because they believe that it is against the law and it is not right for you to do that. But in Africa, someone will say that, oh, 
It's just that the person needs it though, for this to let it go. And then the person will go away with that because our minds are not up to that point. We are not, we, we, the minds are not developed. The minds are underdeveloped. The minds are behind the evolution of the human beings. And this is the time that we have to work hard to bring ourselves to the level of human beings. That is the fact. The mind, the mind that is in bondage, the mind that is in slavery cannot think well. And that is why Marcus Garvey wrote that emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None, none, none. No one can do this for us except ourselves. None. And that was the same thing that uh, Bob Marley sang. We know of these songs, but we don't know the import of this. And this is the time that we have to make this practical. The African mind is in bondage. And this is the time that we have to equilibrate ourselves. When I say we are in bondage, it is not only the villages. Both the educated in the city and the villages are the same. The way that the, the, the educated man that is so accustomed to eating game is the same as the one that is accustomed to, I mean, uh, selling the game. It is the same thing. The African mind is the same thing. The only difference between the educated and uneducated is the dressing that has been put on the mind of the educated one. That is education. Apart from that, we think in the same way. We think in the same direction. Therefore, this is the time that we, let it, we have to rise up. Let us reflect upon our lives. And as the book of Lamentation says, let us test and examine our ways and return to the Lord. The Lord here is the law. The law of the universe. And when we return to the laws of the universe, the laws will bring favorable conditions, will bring beautiful things in our lives. The animals that you are so accustomed of eating and killing them, you are not supposed to do that. You are supposed to pay respect and reverence to them. And whenever you are killing them, think of how you can help to preserve. And as I, as I was saying, in this part of the world, wherever I live in Canada, I have even heard on TV where people have taken, people were taken to court for even molesting raccoons and other animals. But in Africa, let it appear. We kill it. The bright people, they have men and women that have dedicated themselves to the studying of snakes, to the study of all these animals, and they are preserving them. Who is in Africa is doing that? The Africans don't have that concept. We are far away from the truth. We are far away from nature. And that is why we are seeing all this discord in our life. Let us begin to reflect upon our lives. And as I said, I pick only this part of our life to speak uh, look into your own life. Look into our setup, the whole Africa. You will see that everywhere, every nook and corner of our life, this principle applies. And it all comes to the point that we don't reflect upon our lives. From the top, the government to whatever. That is the way we behave. We are not reflecting. If we are actually reflecting upon our lives, our leaders will come to the realization that all that we've been doing since independence is not working. Therefore, there is the need for us to change. But we are not doing that. Anyone that will stand to be elected into power in Africa is just going to do the same thing as the old people have done because they don't have any concept. We are not reflecting. The only kind of, they only come and think of their own good. That is the president, is the minister, he's been that and that. Now, this is the time that we have to reflect upon our lives. Let us reflect upon our lives. Every nook and corner of our life. What are we doing that we are not getting the right results? And it will come to you. You will discover, God will reveal to you that 
it is because we are ignorant about the laws of the universe and today i have given you one of the laws and that is the law of divine oneness let us reflect upon our lives in light of this and begin to work toward begin to preserve begin to taking begin to take care of what we call our eyes and such that it will be beautiful if you come to any part of the uh, canada if you go to any part of the us if you go to any part of united kingdom europe rivers lakes are beautiful places that they preserve and becomes a tourist attraction it becomes uh, uh, games and other things that people go there to have refreshing go to the african rivers and some of them are dead some of them have been polluted some of them have been destroyed because the african is completely dead to the laws that governs all of us this is the time that we have to wake up and begin to do the right thing so let us begin to test our ways and examine our test and examine our ways as the bible gives let us examine ourselves in all that we do let us examine ourselves in all that we do and then when we come to the realization that the only examine life is not worth living that is when we begin to look for the life that is worth living and that is the life that is uh, in, that is uh, inclusive of self-evaluation at any point of time in such a way that we will move ourselves forward not only in the preservation of our natural resources but in every nook and corner of our life that is my message for you now may the overshadowing presence of god that keep the stars in the open such that they do not fall on us and that keeps the planets in their orbits in the same way that they do not clash with one another lead you lead you and guide you give you an open mind and a receptive heart such that this message will fall on a fertile ground but you begin to look at these things from the highest point of view and let us begin to encourage and call on one another as to how to take concrete and practical steps that is by educating ourselves and becoming awakened to the laws of the universe so that we begin to preserve, we begin to conserve everything that God has given to us and for future and also to contribute to the beauty and the glory of the universe. Once again, my name is Emmanuel Kujumensa and I am a co-founder of the Eagle Mentality Group. At Eagle Mentality Group, we teach and propagate information about the power of the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles of which I have just spoken to one of I just spoken to you about one of them and that is the universal law of divine oneness it's our dream and determination to create a new group of Africans that believe and organize their life in alignment with the laws of the universe therefore we think and do things in a different way from the old order such that we create a new Africa a new Africa that is enlightened, a new Africa that preserve and conserve all that God has given to us. And such that our future generation will also come and look at it and also continue the process and also to contribute to the beauty and the glory of our beautiful and our wonderful world that God has given to us. Your environment is your, is your life. Therefore, take care of it and let it be a reflection of what you are or what you are for the after condition of a person's life is literally linked to his inner state that is the truth and that is the statement i leave behind you it is our determination to create a new africa as it is 
Africa is inhabited by only black people. And it is because we are not awakened to all this, and therefore people are not coming. We are, look, we are, we are expelling, we are repelling people away from our life, from our own land. This is the time that we work together collectively to create a new Africa, a diverse Africa, an Africa that is developed, an Africa that is enlightened, an Africa that is advancing. And therefore, our works and our own way of life has attracted men and women from all walks of life to come and live amongst us, such that Africa will be a diverse, a multiracial continent to the glory and the beauty, the beauty, the beauty and the glory of God. Thank you. God bless you.